Come on. You know, I, I wish we had the lyrics here, but you know, I mean, we can get bells to sing it. You know, we we, we can get bells to do it. At some point. I wish we had the lyrics here. What is going on? How I come mean, I'm hearing myself? Sing it? You know, we, there's we, always we something in the beginning of WLR now. now, now I, I don't know, but here we go. What is going on, everybody? My name is Billy Ray Valentine, and this is the Wednesday Locker Room, ladies and gents. Second week in a row, we're keeping true to the summer of Striz, ladies and gents. It's going down. There he goes. Look at the 24-inch biceps, ladies and gents. He will choke your punk ass out. Trust me. I know. Uh, what is going on? We're here with the dudes, the Andrew Bello, the doctor, the doctor, the doctor of Thundernomics, ladies and gents. Say what's up to the people. He has a PhD in NXT. What's going on, buddy? I do. I, well, actually, I think that's lapsed at this point. I can't even name anybody in this you fucking promotion it. anymore. You gotta renew it. Renew actually, I, I can name one person who's going to be wrestling at NXT in the near future, and that is Seth Rollins, apparently. Ooh. I read that shit Dude, on I some see that nonsense match. story today. I, I want to see that. Seth yeah, Rollins no, breaker. It should be fun. It's going to be dope. It, it, actually, I, I was watching NXT right now thinking it was this week. And then I saw that it was for next week, and I was very upset because I just wasted an hour and a half of my life with you know sitting there <laughs> watching this or whatever. And it was okay. It wasn't great. It was it was all right. Do the honors, please, for the man himself. Go ahead. I'm gonna do the honors as as Francisco Lindor is up as the Mets are down seven <laughs> six against the Yankees with the bases loaded. This is like <laughs> this is my attention is most definitely divided, but this choke artist is gonna do what he does. You know who's not a choke artist? Who doesn't fuck up in situations like this? The main event. Right. You know him. He's six feet tall, six point six. Ah, six feet standing at six feet, <laughs> six point six inches tall. Good lord, I'm out of practice. Weighing in at an unbelievably felt six hundred and sixty-six pounds, mostly if not all biceps. However, frozen they may be at the moment. He oh, is God. the master of the massive memories, the connoisseur of the colossal kajungas, and the hunker of huge hooters. That's still Triple H. Right. He's sexy, not Triple H. He's Stranglery, this guy right here. Strangler Steve Kane! <laughs> no! yeah! Hey, thanks, Bells. That was awesome as not always. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> guilty, innocent until proven guilty. Happy birthday to me! What's going on, fellas? It's been like it's been a quick week. Doesn't it feel like we were just here doing this like five minutes ago? That's right. That's wow. right. It's been it's been it's been fun though. It's been it's been a good week. Uh, hanging out with the wife and um, doing lots of fun things down in Phoenix. Hasn't been too hot yet this summer, which has been great. It's been in the mid to upper nineties. The the hundreds are starting to come next week, so you know, can kind of get ready for that. But. Uh, you know, going out, doing some fun things, walking around and um, trying to burn some calories this summer, trying to, you know, stay svelte. You know how it is, guys, when you get a little older with the gray beard, you want to kind of 
still look good. But uh, what have you guys been up to this week? You know, if 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 it gets into the nineties here in New York, we don't go out and we turn on the ACs, and that's it. So imagine that he's like, it hasn't been too hot here. It's only ninety and ninety five. Well, ninety here is a lot different from ninety in the Northeast with humidity. So oh, man, it's, I mean, it's much drier. One fifteen, one seventeen, and nine minutes oh, yeah. like that. I don't know what I would do with myself. I mean, I do know what I would do with myself. I'd stay inside and turn on the AC. <laughs> well, the first summer that we ever were out here, uh, living out here back in 2000, um, it was 125 degrees one day. Right. There was a couple of days of that, like back to back. And the blacktop and parking lots were starting to melt because the, park, the, the pavement stays much, much hotter with the sun beaming down on it for hours and hours, you know? Right. So if you'd go to like the grocery store, your feet would be like, like sticking to the pavement, as, like the, the blacktop as you're walking into the store. Yo, shouts to Jose uh, Gardillas, who says a shout out to me and the Striz in Phoenix. That's right. That's JVD. Uh, glad I work at JVD. What's up? What's up? I never thought his shoot last name before. I just knew him as Jose Van Dyke. Right. I didn't put, know what this I'm putting dude. two and two together. I'm yeah, sorry if right? I exposed anybody. What's up, Jose? If oh, I figured maybe. it out. Other people could have figured it out. Right. That's not right, true. Right. Bro. You, 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 your <laughs> intellect is is very high, you know, of, of mystery school level Babylonian <laughs> masterhood. You know, the, the rest of us can't can't quite get there. So you probably blew the guy's cover. Way to fucking go, dude. Anyway. Sorry. We're gonna <laughs> we have it a was classified of- information. <laughs> I just shared it with the world. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> just like just like your dude Donald Trump. And we'll talk about that. But <laughs> I couldn't pack it up. But <laughs> we're gonna talk some pro wrestling. We got some topics that the people threw at us, and we're gonna talk about those. We're gonna do the shout-outs. We're gonna give you the five second warning before we start talking a little bit of Monday Night Raw, and then we're getting up out of here. That's the way it goes. All right. Hey, Bells, I'm gonna throw it to you. What do you want to talk about first? Um, I want to talk about the aliens. I feel like that was one of the things that made the list. I definitely want to talk about the aliens because that's uh, something that we kind of overlooked last week. Obviously, now for those unaware, there's some guy who came out recently, some sort of whistleblower type who's confirming a lot of the stuff that without saying as much, by the way, is not like directly referencing all the stuff that Bob Lazar said when the Jeremy Corbell documentary a few years back, he was on Rogan and like talking about all this shit, but basically said the exact same shit. We have crafts. We have specimens of non-human origin is the terminology that's the important terminology it is of non-human origin which to me means it's not aliens like from another planet it's not somebody from a different dimension or time period you know let's say it's not another place in space time it's some it's some terrestrial being that isn't human that is either from Agartha in the Hollow Earth in Atlantis, like maybe, maybe Black Panther Two was really just a, 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 a you know a little predictive programming. All of this stuff is like you know Black Panther, like Wakanda. There could be a civilization that exists out there that's managed to be able to cloak itself, and that's what these craft are. So I think the usage of non-human as opposed to extraterrestrial or extra dimensional or whatever the fuck terminology they could be using. I think that's very specific. And for that reason, what do you guys got? Damn. What's up, Striz? What are you thinking about all this? You know, ever since I was a little kid, I always wondered if like I would live to see like aliens come to earth 
And uh, it's something I've always kind of been fascinated with, with UFOs. In fact, man, back in like 1996, uh, my wife and I, uh, we were just dating back then, went to the local Chili's for dinner that we both worked at. We had the night off and we, we went in there for dinner. And funnily enough, we were meeting up with my parents at the same Chili's and um, we got really close to like, we were like one red light away from the restaurant. And I looked up, I had a convertible, and I saw, it was dark out, dark, pitch black, and I swear I saw a triangle-shaped ship with lights on each point, and I said to Teresa, do you see what I'm seeing here? And she's looking, and she's like, I don't know what that is, hmm? but it's it was just staying hovering above above us. It probably only seemed like maybe 300 feet above us. And then what happened was, is the ship was like over us like this, like pointing forward, like, I don't know if it was forward, but it was the triangle, one part of the triangle tip was pointing straight like over where we were. And it rotated like clockwise and then like was gone. And I was like, I, you know, that's weird. And I, we both saw it. And I was like, was that like a, a UFO? <laughs> so green light turns green. I'm like, wow, that's fucked up. We go in the parking lot, we park, we go into the Chili's and meet up with my parents. I'm like, you're not going to believe what I think I just saw. And I explained the whole thing like I just said to you guys. And they said, we just saw the exact same thing. Oh, and shit. And not only that, like, we're in the like the vestibule at the waiting area where there's a bunch of people waiting there's probably a good 30 people waiting to get set and I had a couple comes in about two minutes behind us going what do you think that was and I said did you see it too and they're like did you see it? and they were so like we weren't the only ones that saw it that wow. night. there was something there and uh so that was like my, my one encounter like where I felt like we saw something you don't know if it was just like you know because I I lived in a town called Burlington Mass which was pretty close to a place that was uh, called Devon's Air Force Base, which is about maybe a 20-minute ride north of where that area was. And uh, it's now just called Devon's, Massachusetts. They removed it from being an Air Force Base. It's now an actual town. And so who knows if it was experimental stuff that they were testing out over there because it was only, like I said, a 20-minute uh, drive. So they could have just been flying something over that area and testing it out or just who knows what it was that there's no telling if it was aliens or not, but uh, it was definitely something weird and I had never seen anything like it before. And uh, later, years and years later, like as you know, you're watching things like ancient aliens, you see ships like that in some of the drawings, then you also see people talking about ships that were shaped like that too. So it's just really crazy to think that I, I saw something just like that. <laughs> What's up, pals? Ah, the Mets fucking suck. Oh. Load the bases, one out. <laughs> Don't score a run down 7-6. It's like you complained for years and years about watching Raw, but you still watch the Mets. I don't understand. This is the, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. It's, it's different, Billy Ray. It's not like written by some asshole. It's written by the, apparently the good Lord who decided that I must <laughs> suffer every fucking spring and summer for the it's, rest of my godforsaken life. It's, it's like Bells has to pick. Uh, uh, the losing team. All the, he likes the <laughs> Mets. He likes the Jets. He I probably like likes Jets. the no, Islanders. No. He probably I'm, likes. I'm so uh, grateful for the Jets. The you Jets, know, every, the Jets make team, it seem like the Mets aren't so bad. 
Every team that that is not the dominant team, that's what that's what Bell's like. Everybody who loses, this is why he's such a Donald Trump fan, because he keeps losing over and over again. You understand? This is why this is what it is. Jose he's Jose or Jose Gardias, since you want me to be Latin, is accusing me of not being Latin. All right. And 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 you know what? You, you may have something there. It's not it's not the same. It's different and weird. Striz has said that, and, and I didn't say this, Striz said this, okay? So if we've got a problem, we got to take it up with Striz. I'm Mecha Godzilla, all right? I'm half freaking cyborg, all right? I'm That's not true. even fucking human. An all what, robot what, what, lizard. What, what that article that these people were talking about, they were talking about me. When non-human entities is me. They found them in the Bronx. They were like, what is this dude? This dude is not human. All right, now that amateur hour is over, let's talk to, to, the, to the professional here about UFOs and all this other stuff. Quite frankly, I really don't know anything about this. I read this article and I was like, what the hell? And they said that, that the craft was, uh, was huge, but when they went inside the craft, right, that they found, it was like 10 times bigger. Like it defied space and time or whatever. And then there's this dude from the Pentagon, I forget his name, David Gersh or something like that. Um, and he's the whistleblower and he's the yeah. one that gives you credibility and coming out and saying all this. I, my whole deal is, why are they doing this now? For the longest of time, they didn't give any credence to any UFO stuff. They said it was nonsense, crazy talk. Now they're like, well, the Pentagon is openly investigating these things. And there are uh, mainstream publications that are, are taking it seriously and talking about it like it's a thing. Right. So I'm like, what the hell? Why, why are they doing this all of a sudden? And, and Bell's pointed out something that was very astute. It's the wording, the verbiage that they use has, has shifted. And that's for, for a reason. Right. They're, they're using different words like they don't even use UFO anymore. They use something else. I forget what it was. UAP. Yeah. UAP, I think it is or whatever. Like uh, this really isn't my area. I actually had somebody on to talk about it today. Um, and uh, I'll be publishing that on the infinitefringe.podbeam.com tomorrow. We talk about that and we talk about mind control. Um, but yeah, this, it was a fascinating freaking story, man. Um, so let's see what develops. More people are going to keep coming out and talking about this. I don't think we'll ever see disclosure, full-blown disclosure. I don't think we'll ever see it. And I don't think we'll see real aliens uh, from another planet come during our lifetime. And if uh, I subscribe to the multidimensional thing. I think those things exist. So we're probably occupying the same space at the same time. We just can't see each other because we're just on a different frequency. frequency. Exactly. That's that's what I think it is. All right, Striz, I'm throwing it to you. What do you want to talk about next? Um, well, the one thing I want to finish off with the UFO thing was saying that it's you know nearly impossible when you like scroll through like Instagram and you see all these different videos that may be alien related and such. The way that you know um, computer graphics is nowadays with CGI. You know, it's, it's almost anything can be faked, and um, and if we're able to do things at a pretty high level, imagine like that the um, the government's version thereof with CGI and what they're able to pull off, and you know, so all of a sudden they're talking about alien, you know, invasions and things like that, and their CGI is three hundred times better than what we can do. So a little too convenient, I always think, when things like that come around, and uh, that's another like a conspiracy theory onto itself, but it just seems all these things are always just way too convenient when all of a sudden they start talking about it. Next thing you know, we're all supposed to flip the switch and go, okay, they went from, no, oh, you're it's preposterous to we have bodies 
like on the news. Yeah. You're like, okay, that's that's quite a turnaround in a you know not a very long period of time. Next week, yeah. alien autopsies on Monday Night Raw. We can't there wait. There you go. Actually, Gotta you know what? Those ratings. What's up? I believe one of one of the uh, the people that responded to Steve's tweet wanted to know specifically: Are aliens a work? Like, is this whole like thing just kind of you know gaslighting for the purposes of either? I guess controlling the population, right? Like they could say, like, "Oh my God, an alien's here!" Yada yada. Now we've got to, you know, install all these emergency powers and blah blah blah. Right. Alternatively, I mean, it could be relatively benign, right? Like it doesn't necessarily need to always be the most evil possible scenario. Like they could be doing this to maybe scare China or you know our our you know other foreign adversaries, Russia in particular, um, you know, into thinking that we have crazy alien technology that we right. could unload on them at any given time as well. So, um, yeah, could they be a work? Sure. Could the idiots in charge think they're a work and they're still real? Absolutely. That's on the right. table as well. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, both can be true. Right. You know, their version could be obviously be the work that they've been testing things out with putting aerosols in the air over the last 20 years so that they can, you know, project a picture. Anybody who watched the Spider-Man when the entire premise was, that there are drones in the sky that are, you know, projecting this thing that you think is real right in front of you. I mean, you've all seen the videos. Like when you go to, you're watching an NDA game and a big dolphin comes, what looks like it's coming right out of the ground and splashing. You know, it's just using like it's graphics crazy. to like, you know, throw your mind in for a loop, you know? Like when you look at a fence and all of a sudden it appears closer and it's way back here all of a sudden because your eyes, you know, fall into this illusion every type thing where, it appears closer than it really is, but they can also be like, Hey, they really are there. And like you guys said, they're just in a different dimension and you know, they change the frequency like on a radio. And the next thing you know, it's occupying, occupying a certain space that it wasn't before, okay. you know? So it both can be true. Man, dear, half dear, half amazing. Uh, UAP is lame. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That's right. Wow. I got Go. the man deer shirt on. That's right. I'm That's a man deer tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it would, work, it would work out nicely if you complimented that with a winning team on your on your head instead of sorry, like, Mandir. We can't have it all. Mandir <laughs> is is clearly you know next level. You know, uh, freaking you know the top of the cream of the crop, and then you're wearing a med hat. It doesn't it doesn't match. You take off the med hat. You know, and, uh, <laughs> sorry. Tonight, Bella can be our favorite chimera. <laughs> I don't have another hat within arm's reach, so sorry. <laughs> this is what we're stuck with. So he says, maybe he's just old fashioned, but UFOs over strong. I'm with it. I'm with it. I like that. I wanted to leave that up because of it. All right, Striz, one more thing before we get it. Right. Oh, we got, we got two more things. I have three more things, but we can sprinkle them throughout the broadcast. But let's do one more thing before we get into some pro wrestling. All right. Well, we were talking about, you know, the UFOs being you know, a bit of a conspiracy theory. Let's keep the conspiracy theory thing running. One of the things that somebody had tweeted me today when I asked what kind of subjects they'd like to hear us talk about was what is your favorite conspiracy theory and if you believe in it or not um i don't know if like listening at it as a favorite is something that i would say yeah. but something that like rings true to me is i just said not a conspiracy at all it's been proven is the uh federal reserve and how it's not federal and it's not a u.s agency it's, right. it's where we get our money printed and how we have to buy it and one dollar costs a dollar five and <laughs> which just sends us completely into uh bankruptcy and debt, which is slavery. So the entire American dollar system since the New Deal in 1933 has been based upon a lie that you're believing that paper has a worth to it, and it only does because we allow it to. And if anybody said tomorrow, we no longer believe that this, this paper with numbers has value, we'd all be 
pretty much essentially effed. So, you know, that that's one of my um, things that when I first heard it, I go, yeah, that's, that's not only is it, it's weird and true, but it's amazing that you can prove it and people will say, no, that's not true. Or like, they don't believe that the entire system can collapse just upon people going, this is no real value to it. Cause it's based yeah, on man, I, I totally agree. That's a, that's a, a hell of a conspiracy. It is a conspiracy, but it's not necessarily a conspiracy theory, like you said, right? It's like, right. Uh, yeah, this is provable, right? And and admitted. Uh, and right. and if you don't know what we're talking about, just Google Jekyll Island, nineteen Jekyll Island, yeah, right. ties to Titanic, right? Like all the, right. <laughs> like it, right. that shit runs deep. And now with the with the uh, central bank uh, digital currency coming, it's not even going to be paper. Right. Gonna, you know, so it's it's not even that we're going to be wishing for the days that we had paper and everything right. on track. And that's why I put, people are so willing to go to cashless places. Don't support a place that's only cashless. You need to go to places that still accept cash because you need to have the liquid. And even though it may not have a real tangible value to it, you can still trade it up for goods and services. Absolutely. And so as, as long as we're still able to do that, need to continue having that available to everybody because once they can go like press a button and you can no longer access your um, your cr- digital credits because you didn't get X uh, shot or you right. didn't, you know, you voted for the wrong person, you know, you're going to be, you'll, you'll see how quickly you can get hungry. And once the gates in the uh, grocery store don't open because you refuse to swipe your RIFD card or RFID card over it and, uh, you know, you'll, you quickly realize how, you know, we, we need to keep everything as liquid as possible. In fact, we need to get back to doing things like bartering, trading for, you know, for goods and services with other people who are not right. in the system as far as big box stores. And that's why things like small local farms are so very important. And being able to keep the knowledge of how do we uh, farm, how do we, uh, you know, um, create food for masses of people uh, on a smaller level, uh, regionally, territorially. And, uh, you know, how important all that stuff is, is to our our future ecosystems. Yeah, both of these guys, man, is just uh, too smart for their own good, man. Both of them. Uh, Bells is just as knowledgeable. Man. <laughs> Bells, well, I was, gonna, I was actually going to add on to that. He's even more sinister than the fact that they can just stop your money flow at any given time is that once everything's digital, welcome to negative interest rates uh, mm. where it actually costs you money to put it into a bank. Because you have to have it somewhere, right? Like, where, where are you going to put mm-hmm. it? You got to put it in a bank. In the past, people, like like in Japan, actually, they were able to get around this uh, about like a decade or two after World War II because everyone just went out and bought safes and put their money in them. And they were able to like get around negative interest rates. And ultimately, the banks had to actually start giving something back for putting your money with them. But as soon as everything's digital, that goes away. So, yeah, like everything Steve said times a thousand. Right. Uh, totally, totally agreed. Um, just a quick reminder before we get Bellow's um, favorite conspiracy theory. This show is only for the sexy people. If you are not sexy, okay, and you know who you are, I don't have to keep reminding people. I don't have to come, you know, point, hey, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? We, 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 yeah. we, don't, we don't have to do all yeah. that. You know who you are. Exactly. Yeah, you. Let's go. Right. Um, but only for the sexy people. And you know who you are. And pretty much, if you listen to WLR, you're already like super freaking sexy, right? Just for listening to WLR. I mean, you know, just just letting you know. Okay, Bells, what's up, buddy? 
Uh, favorite conspiracy theory? Probably anything and everything related to Antarctica, uh, Operation <laughs> High Jump, Antarctica. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at a comment. I'm sorry, Bell's. <laughs> That's all good. Um, but uh, yeah, Antarctica, Operation High Jump, uh, Agartha, like any of that shit, right? Okay, so for those of you who are just completely like wondering what the hell I'm talking about, basically, there's some sketchy ass shit going on in Antarctica which is pronounced Antarctica, by the way. Um, but uh, it's just like a weird place. And it's like the one place in the world where seemingly every country, no matter how much they don't get along in every other capacity, they get along here. They're all like respect their boundaries. No one comes and goes. You as an individual citizen can't just go there for some weird reason. It's just like a, it's a weird place where you know, you just know there's some weird shit happening. I don't know if it's quite like the Savage Land in Marvel Comics, but it's something akin to another civilization there. And uh, Operation High Jump was obviously uh, Admiral Byrd went on a mission down there in like the early 1900s and encountered apparently an, a whole nother civilization and a whole nother, you know, continental landmass basically with with a whole nother level of technology that we never had encountered before came back told everybody about it this decorated war hero and was was basically kind of called a kook and and that was kind of the end of it it was dusted under you know brushed under the rug and never talked about again until weird conspiracy theories and the internet popped up you know decades and decades later but that I whole situation is very crazy and uh always delves further diving into it as far as I, I love that. I love yeah. I love that conspiracy, brother. It's so it's so dope to just sit and listen. And and even if it's not real, right, like you, I'm a sucker for a good story. So you sit down and listen, like, what? You know, like there's a, there's a hollow earth, you know, Admiral Bird went into the hollow earth. Like, what did he find? What did he see? You know, and it, these are all possibilities. Uh, I like um, my one of my favorite. Consp there's a few that are it's kind of like Striz said, right, like. It's not my, my favorite conspiracy, right. but the one the, the one I uh I've been like digging at the most is mind control because I see mind control all over all over. I mean that's it's the biggest conspiracy there is. Everybody's under mind control, every freaking body, uh, including everyone on this broadcast. Like we're all under some sort of freaking mind control. Just my opinion, but I think that's the way it is. Your thoughts are not your own. We're getting influenced by a social media, by the television, by the radio by the books that we read, the people that we see, you know, and, and whomever has the power to, to influence whoever has, that's why they call them influencers. That is a, 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 a kind of mind control, you know, um, but actual favorite, um, like ones that I really like to listen to that, that, that are mainly, uh, benign, I guess, is, um, you know, the, the, what humans can do, like, like remote viewing, and Russell Tragg, like I, I love listening to to theories on remote viewing and how how uh, how the military had a program on re remote viewing and what they were able to see. There was some dude that was on Coast to Coast AM all the time. I forget his name, but he was talk he would talk about uh, Major Ed Dames. How did that come back? To it's incredible. You don't forget. He was listening. It's <laughs> they told me and beamed it into my mind. But you, you you don't forget anything. It's there. You just got to find it, right? And it, it comes back. If the right stimulus is there, it'll come back. Because I haven't said that name in forever. But Ma Major Ed Dames, and, and he used to talk about the kill shot. According to him, we should have been dead a long time ago. The kill shot is the solar flare. 
that was coming. And he always keeps predicting it and it doesn't come. But um, remote viewing is so dope. Uh, Planet X, I love listening to uh, uh, Planet X stuff. Um, the, the Hitler went to Indonesia and had an entire family is freaking fascinating. Ooh. Right. Like um, that. That's I think the book was uh, the rat line. Forget the, the forget the name of the author that wrote that book. But Jesus, that was a, that's an incredible uh, conspiracy. Uh, stuff like that, you know, that that you can just sit down and listen to. The Flat Earth is dope. You know, um, fun, fun stuff. I love Bigfoot. I love the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yeah. The cryptos are always good. Yeah. yeah <laughs> all, all that stuff is dope. You know, so there you have it. OK. All right, you want to talk a little bit about pro wrestling? Let's get into it, and then we'll do the other two topics. We'll talk about Mr. Donald Trump for just a little bit, along with Monday Night Raw. God, um, it's, I'm it's sorry. not getting any better for me. We're going to do shout-outs, wrestling, and Trump getting arrested. Right, can I just leave? <laughs> can I fucking go? Okay. Right, I'll see y'all next hey, week. Listen, what are you going to do? What, what, what's the alternative? You're going to sit down and watch the Mets. It can't get any they, worse. They, they've <laughs> already lost. Luckily, I bet on the Yankees, so we're good. Fine. Good. I hope you made some money. <laughs> But, uh, but Money in the Bank is just around the corner, and I'm going to continue my, 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 my rant and, and my disgust at, at the way that Cody Rhodes is being booked here. Why didn't he win Money in the Bank? Why isn't he in the Money in the Bank match? And I understand. I, I know. Everybody knows what's going on after the fact. They're doing the whole Dusty Rhodes story. He's going to win all the way to WrestleMania. He's going to go all the way to WrestleMania and win again. It's probably what's going to happen. But I didn't hear any of that prior to the last WrestleMania. Okay? So get off my case. And Big Ray, I see you. Please leave only for the sexy people. Come on. What the hell is going on here? Anyway, um, Cody Rhodes is not in the money in the bank. Right. And I was having conversations with my boy, a track Brown. What's up, a track Brown. And he kept telling me L.A. Knight is going to win the money in the bank. And I laughed at him. I'm like, that's stupidity. But I wasn't paying attention. Um, I still don't think he's going to win the money in the bank. But uh, I can see why he would say that, because the pool of people that are in there at the time, L.A. Knight was the most probable one to win. Since then, uh, Damian Priest is qualified. And I think it's over. I don't think there's anyone else getting in. So I think Damian Priest is winning the money in the bank. So I want you guys to give me your prediction on who you think is going to win the money in the bank. But on top of that, I want to know if you think he'll have a successful cash in. Because I don't see him cashing in on Roman Reigns. That's not happening, right? If they're going to fulfill this Cody Rhodes story. Either way, it's not happening, right? And I don't see him beating Seth Rollins for the heavyweight title, even though that's more plausible. I just don't see it. Bells, I'm coming to you. What's going? Well, as I'm just now pulling up the list of people who are in this match, um, hmm. I got nothing. Honestly, I don't think any of these people are going to win this. Uh, some crackpot <laughs> no theory. I don't think any of the people in, that are listed on there are going to win this. Um, I think I think they're going to put Logan Paul in this fucking thing and have him win it. Ooh. That'd I be a good, I, good idea. Is Wouldn't there more? It, no, that, that would be an excellent idea, but is there room for more or is it closed off? Um, you make exception for him regardless of what the rule is anyway. But yeah, I don't think there's ever been a set number of people in a money in the bank. There happen to be six or whatever it is listed here. Yeah, right, six of them. So Could you list them off? Because I'm not even sure who's in. Um, fair enough. Uh, at least according to the Google machine, Damian Priest, yeah. LA Knight, Shinsuke Nakamura. Santos Escobar, Ricochet, okay. hashtag Ricochet is fine. 
and <laughs> the, the artist formerly known as Pete Dunn. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's a weird group Bush. of people. Right. Right. It seems mostly like priest to me. Right. You know, and I can understand why A-Track kept telling me that L.A. Knight was winning. And I really thought it was nonsense. I'm like, come on, man. How is L.A. Knight going to win this? I love L.A. Knight. I'd be very happy if he did. But um, I didn't see it. But then I looked at the pool and I'm like, wait a minute. There's no one in this match. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, wow, it might be L.A. Knight. But then they put in a Damian Priest. So anyway, Striz, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's I mean, I just you know, he's probably the biggest name in the group of guys that Bello read off. And um you know, he's been doing a really good job, like I said last week, with the Judgment Day stuff and with the stuff he did with Bad Bunny. He's earned a spot. And like I said uh, last week, it could easily be a temporary, you know, midterm champion to get you from one pay-per-view to the next. And, um, you know, um, I, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, we've already seen Seth Rollins with 300 belts. And we've seen, um, you know, uh, Roman Reigns forever now with titles since right. both of the guys broke in 10 years ago. They've dominated the championship scene so why not do a like a switch with a damian priest who has been booked as a heel uh, to me the money in the bank thing is a heels title kind of thing because if you really were a baby face you would never run in and cash it on somebody when they're down because you'd want to beat them fair and square and you know that's so it's i know they've had baby faces do it but i think you know the best way to build a, a heel is to have them get over with that briefcase cheaply you know and uh like when seth rollins did it, it was the heist of the century you know what i mean like that it gets a pop and people cheer and everything but it's a good way to build up a heel champion and seth is a baby face right now and he and um uh damien have had a little bit of uh back and forth on television the last few weeks so maybe right. they're kind of getting ready for that also um Seth and um ben ballard are scheduled to wrestle each other at money in the bank for the world heavyweight championship and Balor and Priest have been having that little bit of a rift lately. So maybe if, you know, if um, Priest wins the Money in the Bank early in the night and maybe they close or come, the, you know, the, towards the end of the night with the heavyweight championship match with Finn versus um, Seth. Finn slips on a banana peel but loses, but Seth's still kind of beaten up but goes over, one, two, three, and maybe Damien comes out and Damn. takes the belt out of nowhere. Yeah. That could cause a little heat between all three guys because, you know, Finn said, you know, you promised me you wouldn't come out and, you know, promised me if you, if I win the title, you won't come and cash that in on me. You know, he said that on Raw this week. So, you know, there's a little bit of some dynamics. Where it only makes sense that Priest would be the guy that would be the one who wins the briefcase. Damn. That, that is, is compelling. So you, you think that if Priest wins the briefcase, he can cash in and win. Well, he can at least uh, cash it in. Not maybe not. Oh, he's gonna cash win, in, right? He could, like know. that night would be good. I can't stand when a guy keeps it for like eight or nine months, and they do two hundred run-ins, and he, they hand it to the ref. Oh, what do you want to do? What is what is this? What do you want to do? Oh, I don't understand. Oh, oh, for the belt. And then by the time they do it, like the guy's <laughs> back up on his feet, and they'll take the briefcase and run away. Right. Seven hundred weeks of that, it's just so fucking. You know, cliche at this point. Cash it in the night, you get it. Great, blow it off. Let the girls have a little run with their briefcase if they need to for a little bit. But you don't need to have two people running around TV with, you know, doing the same angle every week for 15 or 18, 25 weeks. Right. I'd like to gotcha. deposit a theory. I, I think they created the Seth Rollins belt because they forgot money in the bank was a thing. 
and they didn't work <laughs> it into any of their long-term plans with this Roman Cody thing. And they were like, fuck, what do we do with this stupid thing? We can't have no one. We can't have somebody have it and just chase Roman around and not ever cash in on him or just, you know, be futilely cashing in on him, you know, almost immediately. So I think like yeah, they, they created another belt for somebody to cash in on. But if you get like, all right, hypothetically in kayfabe, you win this fucking thing. Why in God's name would you go after Seth Rollins with this fucking belt that no one cares about? Right. Like, I mean, unless you're just like, I guess unless you're a shit deal and you're just looking for some gold that, you know, you can win pretty quickly. But I mean. It doesn't matter. Like, no one gives a fuck about this belt. <laughs> right. Just... I, I always feel like uh, there should have been, there should be a caveat added to the Money in the Bank briefcase going forward, where every week you don't cash it in, you need to defend the briefcase against somebody else. And if you don't win the match, they get the briefcase and they can cash it in. That's but they dope. also have to do the same thing where you went a whole week, you didn't cash it in, you got to defend it. I love that. Because at least that way, it's not the same idiot running in and out. And then whoever does win at the pay-per-view, if they don't cash it in, can go to seven different guys. And they all had you know, opportunities where maybe they could have cashed it in and won or not. But they could have many more multiple layers of you know, action and intensity with something like that. And it makes it feel like, wow, I, bet I better cash it in quick. It could be the new television championship. Right. You have to defend it every week. Right, may as right. well. So it's 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 it, it could it could be that. Bells, did you tell me who you thought was going to win? I don't Logan know. Paul. Yeah, that's right. Logan that's Paul's right. That'd be dope. I can totally if, see that happening and him cashing in and winning and being the champion. Yeah. Because why the fuck not? He can win it. I I, I yeah. believe he's what he. And then thirty he million people will see it. Yeah, I, as I opposed to so. the one point two people who watch it now. And and, and Bad Bunny. Right. Let's it's go. crazy. I'd be I'm down with Bad Bunny. As the yeah, WWE, whatever the fuck this I'll is, I'll fly to Puerto Rico and watch him defend it. <laughs> Dope! I can't wait. No, but but uh, I'm I'm uh, I really thought that Cody Rhodes was gonna win, right, and cash it in at SummerSlam. And now I'm starting to think that they're not gonna do that. That Roman Reigns is gonna go from from post to post, right, and and just carry the belt the entire yeah. year, which is so freaking predictable at this point because you know he's not gonna lose. He's gonna beat everyone. Um. Maybe maybe Jay, like, I don't know, maybe Jay Uso takes the belt. I'd love to see that happen. Well, that's, that's yeah. probably the place that that's going to how he's going to end up getting the mania is slowly, because it's not like he works every pay-per-view now either. Right. Like, slowly getting through his own family. Then, you know, Sammy again, maybe Kevin again or whoever. Right. You know, um, them getting to mania. But I, I, I had heard a rumor that um, Cody wasn't wrestling for that title. At Mania next year, their right, plan was have Co- Cody wrestle Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. Right. But that's that. If he did do that and lost, it would be such a wet fight. Or even if he won, it's like it's still the consolation prize. Even though Gunther's had the belt for so long right. and he's been like the the greatest Intercontinental Champion, he's had it for the title for a year. That hasn't been done in forever and ever. He might beat the Honky Tonk. I'm imagining he'll beat the Honky Tonk Man's record of a year and three months. Then he'll just be like the first guy to hold the title for two years or whatever. Which is fantastic. I love that idea. Oh yeah. But not yeah. to have him lose it to Cody because it, yeah, it'll get a pop and yeah, but he's already been in a continental champion like two or three times. So that's not where his story is. But I'm just saying that's this is just a rumor I heard. But even if he did wrestle um, Roman again at WrestleMania, I'm not that interested in it this time around. And I thought they would kind of try to keep getting him hotter and hotter, but. I don't know. To me, it just seems like, and I've had people who have said me I'm wrong that they've been to the shows and it's loud as fuck when Cody comes out. But 
it just doesn't seem like it's the same as it, as, it, as it was before. But I thought for sure, like, by the time they got to it, it would be even hotter and people would be wanting to see it. But I don't know. I don't know. Something about Cody's attitude and personality to me, it just seems so phony that I just I just cannot get behind it. I I, I totally understand. Um, are you are you coming around a little bit like I, to, to to what I what I said for no because I don't think he should have won it because he didn't go through enough to right. get to it at Mania and the, everything the you just said to Roman everything you just said almost verbatim I I had a conversation with a track about and I told him I'm like here's the deal with Cody you needed to do it now you needed to do it now because he's never going to be hotter than he is right now. And I think you're right. But that's not the reason to give it to him. That's what I thought. I thought that was the reason to give it to him. You know, and, and, I, and I think you're right that when he makes it to Mania, and if, if that even happens, right, and he makes it to Mania and he wins, it, there'll be a pop, but it won't be that big. And the thing is, Cody, he's very, he's very hateable. Yeah. He's, he's easy to hate. And, and he's got a punchable face. And I don't know how he maintains for a year. And, and I've, I've been very surprised because he's been able to do it to this uh, amount. It doesn't feel the same. I agree with you. But the, the crowd is still behind him. You know, so I'm like, yeah, okay. It's, it's a lot of months until next Mania, too. We got like 10 months I, to I go. know. It's a long so, time. And, and, yeah. and that's why I was skeptical about it. You know, and I'm like, uh, I felt like they should have given it to him. And I don't want to see him work Brock Lesnar again because they're just so non-believable the match. You yeah. just have to suspend the belief. But even then, even when you do, it's just it's just you see Brock Lesnar and he just is like a human gorilla. Right. And you're standing next to a guy who, you know, hey, he's in great shape and he's very fit, but he's not Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? It's just nope. I can never believe, especially for a guy who was an NCAA champion, that he would ever be rolled onto his back and not be paying attention to the count and get pinned one, two, three. Like even in that scenario, it's stupid, and you know, it, it just—I I just don't buy into it, and I just—I just can't allow myself to fall into that. But I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to see it still, and will think it'd be a great finish. The only thing is, is if this story is going to take him a year and a half to finally complete and get the belt, by the time he has the belt, that's the story. So keeping it and defending it for multiple months is not part of that. It's going to be a feature. You're it's, absolutely it's, right. It's, it's just going to be getting to the milestone. And then what's next? Right, like once he holds it, it's going to be a dud of a of a of a run, right? Because the the chase was the entire thing behind it. This is this is all. Well, that's the one. That's why the if this money in the bank, in any way, is going to factor into that belt and that lineage, it could be really important who wins this because that could be the motherfucker who cashes in on Cody at WrestleMania, right? As he's celebrating after Roman mm -hmm. wins, you know? Oh, or, that or, would be oh my god, that right? Would be so sweet. That'd be beautiful. I mean, or even shortly thereafter, <laughs> but like it's going to be a no, short title great run. Great idea. And then what? How short could it be? Ten seconds short. How that short? Yep. Brandy's he out. The dog's out. Yes. Everyone's celebrating. Barrow's there, Boom. barking Done. away. Fucking <laughs> in, in there. Glom him from behind. Give him the briefcase. Ring the bell. Schoolboy and one, two, three. Take it all away. They kind of did that to uh, Christian. It wasn't that bad. It was the next day, but Christian held the belt, and and the next day they took it right off of him. Yeah, <laughs> and it was the world title. Like it wasn't even the yeah. WWE title, and they still didn't want uh, him to have that. And when Logan Paul <laughs> cashes in on Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, uh, that would be the greatest move. Televisions are gonna melt across the United States, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Bello, that is that. I think that might be the best idea you have 
ever come up with. And you've had a lot of great I, ideas. But I've been that off one for a while. Like, this one, the, the, it, you know, icing on the cake. It's been stewing. Uh, I, I think that is just, man, if he could keep it that long, you know, if he could keep the money in the bank that long. Well, that's the thing like with he, him he is he's like, not, yeah, he's not he's on not TV there every lot. week. Yeah, he's like, when I come back from whatever tour, I'm going to have this briefcase and don't you forget about me. You'll see me again, you know. I, I think, man, that would be glorious. What a shit. So I, will, I, 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 will, I will continue glorious. to say this. <laughs> I, will, I will continue to say this, and I, I'll say this when when I do my show with the PW Hustle and in any, any wrestling capacity, and maybe even on a marathon plug, they screwed up on Cody Rhodes. They screwed up, okay? And WWE, I'm not forgiving you for that because I wanted to see it. More importantly, my son wanted to see it. And he sat there and he was like, what happened? I'm like, babe, I don't know. You I don't know have to have this. those moments. You have to have those moments. Yeah, well, now they screwed it up yeah, they, well, for no, everyone did else. They, or, did they, or are they exactly where they want to be, where they never had any intention to get Cody higher than an upper mid-card level guy that they can heat up and cool down as they need him, and he's not a bigger star than the company. Well, so if, if that was their plan, they should have never brought him in in the first nah, place. Nah, man. You forget, yeah, how, fucking get, plan, you forget man. how fucking if, petty if, these people are, Billy right. Ray. Well, this is, <laughs> so why do you pay a guy $4 million to do Because $4 million to them is toilet paper. And they can make so much money. He was the top merch seller at WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, so come he paid on. for his own this contract. Le- leaving money on the table. Since he came in for doing. free. But hey, who am I? What do I Yeah, know? what do we know? What exactly? I'm just saying. All right, that as a as a mark, I was sitting there like, come on, Cody, let's go. And they 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 destroyed my my innocence. I am scarred <laughs> for life. WWE yeah, and I never know, believe in him again. Here's here's the sick thing. WWE not only is probably never intending on giving this belt to Cody Rhodes, but they're probably trying to like foster a relationship so that when him and Brandy eventually have children, that kid can come in so they could do it to a third fucking generation of this family. That's how sick these people are. Oh my and they're God. not paying it off then either. You're yeah. goddamn right, Chris. And Declan will be like, fuck them. Incredible. Incredible. But hey, let's see what develops. Listen. Everybody out there that that gave me shit when I came on the next day and I was like, they did they, 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 they fucked up really big. And and and, and so many people out there came out and said, you know, like they already knew what was going on. You know, oh, you, you're not you're not following the story, BRV. You don't know what's going on here. You know, all I well, have to say. The, 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 what's up? Come on. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, their biggest thing wasn't Cody going over. It was building him up. To be a challenger, so mm. people would believe that somebody could challenge Roman Reigns and beat him for the belt, but it didn't happen. To continue Roman's, you know, charge towards the thousand days, which they've now gotten to. I can't believe they're doing this. Anyway, to finish my point, I told you so. I told you so. Okay, and I'll say that again at the end of this show. It's not my fault that <laughs> Cody Rhodes is that unlikable. Well, you know what? Let me tell you this. Striz has hated Cody Rhodes for a long time. I just, I can see right through him. I just see what he is. And not only that, and and, and Bells will I called him a heel six months before he turned heel in AEW. Yes, you did. And and, and Bells would be a testament to this in our group chat. Says, Roman Reigns should go over at WrestleMania right before. And I'm like, no, Striz, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) He's like, Roman Reigns should go. And then it happened. All right. Regardless, 
It's one of the only times they listen to me. <laughs> Raw move, WWE, but whatever. I have all year to, to, to crap on you for this. And when you go to Mania next year and, and you give uh, uh, Cody Rhodes the belt and, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't seem the same, I'll be there to say I told you so. Well, Maybe. just yesterday, my, my wife booked the hotel for WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. Ooh. So we will be there. We will be there as well, Lord willing. Awesome. Um, my, me and my entire family will be there. My son wants to go to WrestleMania. A-Track Brown will probably be there. Bells is going to be there in some capacity. You're coming. Well, yeah. You're coming. I, it's I may very well be there in some capacity. All we'll right. So we're going we're gonna to make it happen. Uh, FaceTime doesn't count, though. I'm in a remote view. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. All right. So uh, do we want to talk about CM Punk or do we want to get into uh, more of these? He's uh, still doing shit? Yeah, I know. Yeah. We'll talk about him later. What are, what are the other two uh, topics that we have, Stris? Let's see. Uh, one of them is uh, – it was – Two different uh, things. I just put into one question. Excuse me. Uh, the top three road snacks slash road drinks. Like when you road trip, when you're taking that long road trip. Three of us have always have taken lots of road trips over the last few years. And I know uh, I always have like the staple of uh, snacks that I need to have in the car and drinks. And the uh, other one that somebody had asked was they wanted to know if we each of us believe that Tony Khan is killing the business with AEW. Boom. So you can That's choose each one of those. If you right. want to do them both, you can do them both. If Let's do them do both it. at the same time. Right. Bells, you go first. What's up? All right. So, <laughs> to, uh, how do we do both of these at the same time? Tony, I'm oh, Tony Khan's did. favorite snacks on a road trip are <laughs> cocaine and cigarettes. <laughs> uh, cocaine, <laughs> and cigarettes, and Kenny Omega's nuts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Protein. So, uh, is Kenny is Tony is Kenny is Tony O'Conn killing the business? Uh, I'm gonna say no, just because I mean, look at the end of the day, I don't like half of the roster, but they're giving a lot of boys and girls jobs, and I'm fucking down with it as far as I'm concerned. And they're pretty good paying jobs, as far yeah. as I can tell. Now, is it a fucking circus run by a bunch of clowns? Yeah, absolutely. But those clowns are getting paid a hefty wage and probably have maybe at least dental. They got Britt Baker on the roster. So that's go. that's fucking cool, mm-hmm. and I'm all for it. Uh, as far as snacks and uh, drinks go, I'm a YooHoo guy. I'm a Haritos yeah. guy. Road trip, mm-hmm. I might go to a do just because of the high caffeine. I'm not like an energy drink guy. Um, and then snacks, I'm a jerky guy. Uh, anything chocolate oh. is always good. And um, uh, uh, oh, hers, sour cream and onion chips. Dang. Nice, nice, nice. All right, go ahead, Stridge. All right. Well, uh, is Tony Khan killing the business? Uh, I wouldn't say he's killing it, but he's really not <laughs> helping it out that much. But I, I agree with 100% with what Bell says is he's given a lot of people full-time jobs, not just workers, but everybody that it takes to run a wrestling company with, you know, the lighting people, the sound, and the producers, and everything that takes. He's renting buildings that people who work in that don't work for AEW are getting work because of. So, yeah, I kind of I can appreciate it on that end. And now with the third show, it's just it's, it's unbelievable how much he's putting into the business. And I appreciate his his sweat equity that he's putting in. And um, I just feel like he's still in honeymoon mode where this is all just la la land rather than a business. So it doesn't matter to him where whether people are watching or not. I think he gets his own personal satisfaction out of it, and that's all he really cares about because he can float this thing for his 
long as he wants to and can snap his fingers one day and have it all be gone. I feel like if he was running it as a true business and trying to get real eyes on the product and build for future, uh, that he can be doing a better job with that. And um, if he wants to do a better job with that, he can call Ben Hameen and strangle Steve King. Mm-hmm. And we'd be happy to take over anything in the creative department and uh, the managing talent department to get everybody whipped in line immediately and change everything literally overnight and get that company on the right track for a sustainable future. Uh, as far as the road trips go, I, I love me a road trip, first of all. I can't get in the car fast enough. And I always go have my, my go-to snacks. Are, I have to have three snacks minimum. There has to be a salty and two sweet. One of the sweets has to be chocolate. One of them has to be non-chocolate. For my salty snack, my usual go-to is cracker and cheese combos. Not pretzel and cheese. It has to be the cracker and cheese. If it's not available, mm. I go to the I go to the cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Mm. That's my salty snack. Nice. My for my uh, candy, it's gonna be. It used to be king size Snickers right back when you could get them for like a buck, because uh, it'd be the Snickers status. That would be four forty nine, please. Yeah, now yeah, now it's like a five dollar bill to get a king size Snickers. Uh, if I don't get that, I will get a. Um, Fast break from Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm. The fast break thing is so freaking good. Oh. My non-chocolate thing will usually be something like um, Sprees or like sweet tarts, oh, something like that. Nice. A very very sugary tart, yeah. strong flavored oh my candy. God. My oh drinks my revolve around two things. If it's not black coffee, which oh yeah, given it. I, f- I figured that was a given. Black coffee. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a big, like a big slam, like a one liter thing of uh, either Diet Pepsi or Diet Mountain Dew. Those are my, that's my very small circle. And I very rarely will break away from that. The only time that I do is if I'm on the road for an extended period of time and you just start getting tired of different things. You'll just try things just to have something different. But that is my very small circle of my very rarely rotating choices. All right, here's something nice. that I actually do know quite a bit about, right? Uh, zebra cakes. Oh, zebra wow. cakes, the greatest. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, right? Got to have the zebra cakes. Oreo cookies, in particular, the vanilla ones, the the the, the white golden. ones, right? Yeah. The golden ones, right? Uh, love those. Um, I'll take regular uh, um, Oreos, double stuffed, um, but uh, I prefer the golden ones, right? Um, Jolly Ranchers, uh, apple and cherry. Sprees single-handedly got me in a lot of freaking trouble mm. last semester, them, dude. Last semester in school, bro. Because every time I passed by, there there was a, a gas station there, and I would go in, and they had sprees, and I could not stop. I would just buy them and, and eat like two packs in one day. Like it's, I can't, I couldn't stop. Oh uh, no! Oh god, he has, he's going to show us the sprees. Huh? Look at yeah. that! Oh, oh sweet, sweet, sweet tarts. Sweet tarts are fantastic. They were out of sprees. Sorry. Um, no, so sweet tarts are dope too, man. Um, I love uh, Reese's Pieces and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Uh, Twinkies are dope. Um, you name it, man. Party mix. Love party mix. Uh, as far as drinking, uh, Fruit Punch. Uh, in, uh, Capri Suns. Oh, my God. Crack. Mm-hmm. Crack. You cannot just drink one of them. You have oh, to yeah. drink the, the whole Yeah, pack. when are they going to man up and make like a real dude size? 
fucking pouch of Capri Sun. Like, give me like one the size of a goddamn textbook. Like, I want, I want like, a, I want a, <laughs> like a half big, gallon. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Step um, it up, Capri. Right. For real. Let's just get it together. Capri, <laughs> Capri Sun spe- uh, uh, sponsoring WLR. Let's do it. Um, yeah. So th- that's what I like uh, as snacks. As far as AEW, no, it's not killing the business. It's 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 helping the business, keeping tons of freaking people, and and I mean tons of people. A lot of people that maybe shouldn't be employed, employed, and very well paid for the most part. A lot of people, you know, um, are making some money over there. Good for them, you know. That's a good thing, you know. And competition is always good. You gotta want that. It makes the other companies step uh, step stuff up, you know. So yeah, I mean, are they? Do they have problems? Absolutely, they got problems. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't exist, and that doesn't mean it's a detriment on the sport itself. The business needs a legit solid number two company that can potentially challenge for the number one spot. Uh, AEW is not there yet, but it's it has potential and it has money behind it, which is what's needed. You know, um, they, they need some creative directions. They, they can't have everybody doing the same spots over and over again. You know, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed over there, but it's not killing the business in any way, shape, or form. Right. The, the greatest thing that AEW has to offer mm-hmm. is options. Yeah. For for talent and you know people who aren't working the business, and without having options, you lose power. And when you don't have power, you're at the mercy of the whims of mental maniacs. <laughs> and this is what allows people to just simply go somewhere else. And it helps, it helps them leverage larger salaries, better creative, and longer careers. Right. I, I right. think it it not only gives – it kind of gives you kind of a creative option too, right? If you're like a young talent, if you want to go and and you think you're hot shit and you can just do all this on your own, right? Like to a certain extent, you can go the AEW route or you can go WWE, try to go through the feeder system – turned into a cookie cutter wrestler, maybe get a job mm-hmm. for a while, you know, like there's like, a, like an MJF for instance, right? Like never touched WWE really uh, other than maybe like a, a tryout back in the day. Right. Yeah. But the guy is, is now often in AEW with all the freedom in the world, seemingly to do what he wants to do and the way that he wants to do it. And it's worked out for him. If you're like a blue chip type talent like that, you can go to AEW, try to make a name for yourself. And then, maybe come back to WWE eventually with now a little bit of cred and, and kind of, you know, some, some proof to say like, Hey, the way I do it works. Like, let me kind of keep doing it this way. No, absolutely. Uh, Cody Rhodes did that. Uh, AJ Styles kind of, kind of a bet on himself and, and, and did a lot of that before he got into the WWE. It, it, It allows for people to, to build their own brand to a point where they can demand more money from from the big time right so it, it, it's 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 definitely something that needs to happen in my opinion i support AEW. i watch it every chance i get and when they come around my son and i go try to try to watch it you know and, and whatever like it's 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 dope I, i'm going to a, a an indie show in about two weeks here in the bronx lord willing i got stuff to do that day but but papadon is on the card Oh, cool. like, you know what? Nice. Let me go check out Papa Don for the first time. See, and, and I'm going to bring my IWGP heavyweight title and hold it over my shoulder <laughs> and show it to him and tell him, hey, this is the closest you'll ever get to the IWGP heavyweight title, brother. Right? Look at it. You can't touch. You stand right there. Oh, you know, but, uh, but, but I'm going to go support. I'm going to go support the guy you know, and, and see what's going on. So I, I support wrestling all, all over. It's fun. You got to do it. 
And we love the business, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't right. be here talking I do. about it. I do. I've right. been around it since I was 18 years old, and uh, I still love it. I still look forward to watching the shows. I want them to be good. I don't want right. them to be shitty. I don't want to talk shit about it. Right. I want to see the, the, the workers thrive, and I want to see them make millions of dollars and have hot houses to work in front of. Right. And it's just, you know. The, the, the biggest problem, and not to get on a tangent because I won't, I'll cut it off right here, is the biggest problem with that, that scenario is that they've kept the people in positions too way too long that have run out of good ideas. And it's just they've been around for so long that they feel like they're either owed these positions or other people can't be trusted to take over the, the amount of work that they're doing or whatever. But, you know, it's just when it's just it, I, I guess you when you do anything this much, it becomes predictable. And that's the worst part about wrestling is you want doesn't have to be necessarily a surprise every minute, but for the love of God, like, you know, you can make it a little bit more exciting and get out of like the very heavily formatted things and kind of just go a little more free, free throw. You don't have to have the person do the exact same entrance every time just so you can shoot it the exact same way. And things just become very, very repetitious. And they do that because they produce so much that they, it, it makes the job a lot easier. It just makes it much more mundane for somebody at home when this person is shot the exact same way every single week. And as soon as you hear Bianca's Bel Air, the hair whip and the music, you know exactly what they're doing. And she's going to do the exact same skip. She's going to hit her ass on the same beat of the music every time. Then they're going to go to break. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just they need to change those kinds of things up every now and then and, uh, you know, make it a little bit more refreshing. But that would take a lot of work. No, I, I get it. I get, I get it. I have uh, similar complaints about some of this stuff. I blame The Rock for making it, you know, super cool. And then everybody wants to do what he did. Um, you know which one I hate the most? I forget this guy's name in AEW. Um, Ricky Starks. His entrance. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I talked I, about that on the Friday locker room. I'm like, and, uh, it's just, you guys it's did? You guys, what very did you non-masculine way to pose oh. and... He weighs a buck forty if he's lucky. I'm not saying he's a bad worker. I'm just saying it's just not for me. But the people seem to eat it up. Like we had said last week, AEW is a different kind of crowd. It is it not is. a WWE kind of crowd. They right. they cheer for things that I I like. Rick Starks. Cheer for. But the right. thing is, if he's over and that crowd likes it, then it's it's working. Right. Right. And uh, he'd probably tell you that he'd be a fool to change it because it works. But it's just. Uh, if I was the one that was producing the show, I would have gotten with him the first time he did that, and I would have been like, "Yeah, don't <laughs> ever do that again." But, hey, you, uh, come here. We gotta yeah. talk. Listen, don't ever do that again. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Um, I did. I do like him as an in-ring performer. Him and and Jay White had a, had an excellent match on on AEW um, last week, in my opinion. But uh, but that that pose, I'm like, come, on, you gotta stop. And so many people have these ridiculous poses that 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 are just not good in my opinion. So they need to stop. All right, cool. So let's talk about CM Punk next week. He debuts when? Next uh, Saturday. Next Saturday. Yeah. All right. So when he debuts, let's talk about it. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I think it's this Saturday, this coming Saturday. All right. Even better. Right. So on Tuesday, yeah, we can so, yeah, we'll get to see how it went and uh, go from there. We can, we can see how that goes. Uh, um, let's give the shout outs before I forget, because just we're running, right. we're running short on time. Let's do, let's do the you shout out. <laughs> we'll get through them fast bells there's only 25 people so let's do the shout outs and then uh, All right. maybe we can talk a little bit about Trump and get the fuck out of here All right, All right. the first two are the same person so I'm going to read, read them off quick he's already been a part of the show tonight and that's Mandir666 half Frostbite man half BC. amazing what's going on <laughs> he's Bella's favorite chimera 
<laughs> Up next, we have Shaded Resolve. He's My back dear. for his second week of shot. Uh, What's up, buddy? Uh, Marky Marksman, good to have you back here, buddy. What's going What's up, on, Mark? Julie from Buffalo, great to hear from you, Julie. She, I don't think she was part of it last week. I don't. Hey, Julie. She's oh, back. Man. I think people are slowly hearing that we're back in, you know, yeah, in yeah. the mix. It's been a while. What's up, Julie? Yeah, it's, it's great to hear from everybody who's, you know, we're longtime listeners. So right. welcome back, Julie. Um, the next four of these all have the same last name. We have Tim, David, Lucy, and Jacques Marksman. Nice. I think they're all part of the Marky Marksman kind of thing that's going on right. there. Hey, we'll take all yeah, the marks so we can what's get. What's going on? Yeah, the more marks the merrier. <laughs> up next, we have uh, April Hunter with the A Show. What's going on, April? Hey, what's up, April? Was, was that April or was that Big Ray? I think it's Big Ray running the It's Twitter. April. I'm going to tell people it's April because it's way more over. He's trying to sneak 100%. in because we said only the sexy people. So he's right, like, you right. know what? He Maybe is. if I come in as April Hunter. you know, right. and, and she's a smoke right. show. So. Is, but, yeah, but, but I, I mean, that works you, out. I, I see you. And like like Ricky Starks, yo, get the fuck out of here. Right? Don't right. do that. Right. Up next, we have Vince McHameen, which is not Ben Hameen. It's just Vince McHameen. How's it going, Vince? Right. Get me, Vince. <laughs> Up next, we have Willie McRibber. What's going on, Willie? What's up? I like Willie. I'm a fan. He's a, he's a lover of the McRib. Nice. Uh, up next, we have Colin Wysong. Ooh, yeah, Colin. Andrew Bellows, Kate best friend. Ooh, so, ooh, I gotta uh, give Colin. A, I gotta Colin. Uh, gave me a really good idea yesterday that he stole from the Professor Chabella Ver- Veracruz. So. <laughs> Pat Sajak is retiring. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The Miz should replace him. Why the Miz? Why the fuck not? Also comes with his own Vanna. Ah, very, very great point. Fantastic point. Up next, we have Adam Finch. How's it going, Adam? Welcome back, Adam. What's up? Uh, the one true Bobo. What's going on, Bobo? It's good. Now we have. Uh, Former HMG producer and um, content provider, Matthew Schaefer, who no longer has the gauge as part of his name. This is Matthew Schaefer. <laughs> now you're he's, just MS, bro. You're yeah, brand what's going new. on? MS, not <laughs> he, got, he got hired by the WWE and they just cut the last name. Eventually, he'll just be Matt. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It'll just be Schaefer. Yeah, just take away fucking MS game. over here. Huh? <laughs> what's going on, Matt? Hey, Matt's living in Arizona, too. Dude, I'm in Phoenix. Right. Fuck. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Coming up next is everybody's favorite fucking crybaby, Big Ray Hernandez. What's going on, Big Ray? What up, Big Ray? <laughs> Not allowed. Right. Get out. Yeah, no, no, only for the sense. Yeah, no, no crying allowed. What's going on? Uh, Dan Heffron, what's going on, longtime listener? What up, Heff? The nerd and nerdette from the Voices of Misery. Yeah, How's it going, going guys? Yeah, I haven't listened to this show in a long time. I gotta. I have to see if I can catch it. I've seen Wait, a few of the nerds th- tweets. I think lately. we're supposed to kayfabe that we have that at least, right? Oh, like, sure. Okay. I, say, well, he, I was just listening last week. I meant to reach I, out. I heard the show. There was a lot of crying going on because, oh, really? uh, because yeah, because Donald Trump is is being uh, you know indicted oh. and he's losing again and again and again. So so there's a lot of crying going on over there. Ah, okay, okay. What's up, guys? What's up? What's going on, there, there, that It's it's uh, cool that you guys uh, like the tweet. So uh, I will I will definitely give you a show or listen sometime this week. But I'm, I, here's the thing: is he, like, he, like I said, the nerds' tweets have seemed very angry lately. And when I let go to listen to a show, it's to relax and chill out. And, yeah, the nerds turned into a, like a radical alt right extremist. It gets it gets to be a little bit, a little bit. But he I makes mean, me not, seem sort of chill. He he's got he makes his points though. I mean, I know he's got a whole issue with the transgender stuff that's going on. And I just I haven't heard the whole thing. I just like I said, I've seen the tweets. And yeah, that's all I'm going. It's, off it's of. all one hot take. 
But I uh, hope you guys are doing great, and um, I'll, I'll definitely check you out really, really soon. Um, a man who has uh, been a part of the show twice already tonight, Jose Van Dam. What's going on, Jose? Oh, also, JVD uh, requested that I do my own WLR intro song, Emphasis on My Own, Billy Ray. I just wanted to. Wow, Steph. Well, it just <sighs> won't be the same if, if I don't get to rap on it. I, you're right. It will be good. And it, it will be better <laughs> if I rap on it. Like, that was like, I, I'm trying to help. You know, I mean, you're the dude. You're fantastic. Uh, but, uh, let the record I, reflect, I, folks. I'm just, I'm, I get because you know I like to roll Billy Ray when I can. Is that Billy Ray wanted to do a song together yes. a while back? We it was going to be like an anti-vax song, weirdly enough. <laughs> and uh, I did my verse and sent it to him. That song is yet to be released, folks. I just, have uh, let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, I, I've been busy. All right, but but I, I I am available to a certain degree now, which is why we're doing the show. Well, the, the summer strays as well, which is the main reason we're doing. Let's it. not forget why we're, we're all here. Summer, the summer of Come on, but, but but listen, listen. I I want to do this. Listen, lyrically, bells will crush me, and 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 I, I don't feel bad about saying that because bells is just ridiculously Ooh, good. I have it. Okay, but <laughs> but I am still really good, you know. So I would like to get on this. All right, eight track Brown can attest to this. Bruce Lee was my teacher. Anyway, regardless of that. I would love to get on the WLR intro, but if I am left out of it, I completely understand. Bells can do it by himself. I'm cool with it. I and I see how you know. thanks, JVD. <laughs> Checks in the mail. <laughs> go ahead, buddy. All right, you guys done bickering. <laughs> oh, well, we bickering. Shout out, shout out. To get through this. All right, next up we have Jimmer Monroe back for his second week. What's going on, Jimmer? Jay Reezy Min is in the house per usual. John. The richest man who listens to WLR, the mansion-owning Craigie H. Owns a mansion and a yacht. What's up, Craigie H? Right. It's crazy. Uh, Nick DiTulio. What's going on, Nick, for the first time? Welcome to the Wednesday Live. What's going on? And last but not least, he's back, ladies and gentlemen, K-Bob Tech. What's going on, K-Bob? K-Bob. What's up, K-Bob? And let me talk to the people here. Trent Lane is here. What's up, Trent Lane? JVD's here. I know we already said it, but we're going to say it again because it's worth repeating. My man Colin Weissong is here. What's up, Colin? That's the dude. We love Colin Weissong. Jim Harper is here. Is that right? Harper or something? I don't know. I don't know if I'm messing that up, but he's here. A-Track Brown, the dirtiest of the city. You guys know who A-Track Brown. What's up, Track? What's going on, my dude? Uh, TN Couponer was in the chat. What's up, TN Couponer? You know we love you. We always got all the love for you. Uh, There were a couple of more people, but the chat has been active and I've lost them. So uh, when I get you, I will shout you out. So thank you very much for being here in the live chat. We appreciate all of you. Uh, And like we said, only the sexy people. That's why 8-Track Brown. I mean, not 8-Track Brown. 8-Track Brown is very sexy. It's it's, uh, uh, Big Ray. He is not sexy. He needs to go. Okay. Not at all. Not at all sexy. Band okay, so I'm going gonna... <laughs> to leave this up to you. Do you guys want to talk about Donald Trump or are we getting the fuck out of here? Let's get the fuck out of here. He's uh, oh. he's not going to jail. This is all a fucking waste oh. of time. We're going to be okay. Oh, my gosh. How about you, Stris? What's going on? Uh, basically, I could take it or leave it, really. Nobody, I... nobody wants to talk about the guy. Hey, it's cool with me. Me and A-Track Brown will talk about him later. Tune into America Unplugged, ladies and jets. I'm going to really give it to this dude on America Unplugged. You know how it goes. And uh, on the infinite fringe.podbeam.com. Be nice. 
I can't be nice. I'm not nice. I'm not going to be nice to that guy. Bells is right. He's not going to jail. So he cares he about you. So, so, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to be as not nice as possible. All right. Let's get up out of here, ladies and gents. Um, we were going to talk about Monday Night Raw. There's not really much to talk about as far as Monday Night Raw goes. The, 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 uh, the bloodline is great. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are fantastic. Uh, Cody Rhodes Ooh. is doing great. What's up? The bloodline. I was just watching a little bit of what was going on, I guess, on SmackDown over the last week. And I'm, I'm sitting there watching. Remember all the years where we couldn't get Roman over and it was just like mm-hmm. a they just kept ramming their fucking heads into the wall, trying to do the same shit over and over again. and It didn't work. What if they just did the bloodline without Solo Sokoa and um, insert Samoa Joe five years fucking earlier? We could have like that. They, they, they could have had this. This shit. This thing could have been rolling. He could be on fucking five thousand days by now. <laughs> this could be a Bruno Sammartino esque level run. <laughs> but now every yeah. time I'm watching Solo, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, he's just doing what they should have had Joe doing with them for fucking years. I agree. Like, it, it, I agree. It's just silly. I the only thing I would change with that is if, if Samoa Joe was in the Cody Rhodes position there. Because he's he's the outcast. He's, he's the outside. Kind of he's family. the outside Samoan. He's Samoan okay. But he's not their Samoan, and that's where the issues lie. But so, that's neither here nor there. I want. I need that's like a moment where, like, you know, Joe headbutts Roman, and the both of them like blow backwards, oh. and <laughs> Thor hits Cap Shield with his hammer. Like, <laughs> it just right, needs right. <laughs> I lo- I love Solo Sokoa though. Uh, you know, so he's, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm glad, right. I'm glad he got the opportunity to do it. He's doing he's doing great, and he's uh. I'm a fan, so um, I'm, I'm glad they did that. But but I I would have loved to see the tag team Samoa Joe in that role. V Andrew yeah. Bello, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on the Twitter machine at the Andrew Bello. You can also find me on the YouTube machine at the Andrew Bello, putting out songs, remixes, working on the new project. It's starting to starting to come into form a little bit. We got a couple tracks down, but I do have another one that's sort of an in betweener that's just been hanging around for a while, coming out soon. So check me out on YouTube. At the Andrew Bello, T H to the E A N to the D R E W B E double L O. And uh, yeah, see you guys soon. Fantastic. All right. right Angler Steve King, what's up, buddy? Yo, hey, I'm dropping an album of my own. Be ready by Christmas. Yeah, Summer Strays, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it again. Been in the studio, been in the lab, you know, mixing oh. up with Dr. Dre. And, Fantastic. Uh, that motherfucker, you know, he's, he's, he throws down some heavy shit, man. And, you gotta keep up. He's, it's tough, but uh, you know I'm getting through it. Right, and, good, uh, good. You know, look forward to it. It's coming out towards Christmas, I'll, I'll let y'all know. We may start putting some hints out there around Black Friday, and uh, you know you, you're gonna love it. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at stringersteve underscore. And uh, you know I'll throw some questions out this week during some of the wrestling shows. And Dope. Maybe a poll or two, and uh, we'll have some fun chit chatting together. It's been great getting kind of not just our band back together, the Wednesday locker room. But getting back together and you know talking to the, uh, the people, listeners man. and uh, just loyal dudes, yeah, everybody who listens to the show, thank you very much for coming back so quickly. And I know that like word has been spreading. Like I said, we're getting people back each week now that I have found out that we're we're back, and uh, it's great to get everybody back together. And uh, my goal with this is, like I said last week, was to eventually do a live one of these with all three of us together in a room and don't. have have as many people coming. Join it and uh, be in the like, studio audience as possible. So I think that'd be a, a great fun thing to do. Maybe you know, like on WrestleMania weekend, maybe. And uh, since we're all going to be in Philly, maybe that could be the goal. And uh, you know, we'll keep moving forward. But until then, let's just keep having fun with it, and we'll see you all next week. 
Fantastic. Absolutely. Um, oh, well, and I will be on Friday Locker Room this week. It's nice. going to be the Strizz and the His on Friday Locker Room, ladies and gents. So go check that out. That's over on Channel Attitude. Uh, ben Hameen and uh, Vince Russo over there. Uh, Strizz will be on representing the 1111 boys. So make sure you check that out. Okay. My name is uh, Billy Ray Valentine. You know, uh, Juan Champagne, Mecca Godzilla. Uh, Billy the Kid, you know where you can find me in your mama's bedroom walking planks, robbing banks, the whole freaking deal. Make sure you check out the infinitefringe.podbeam.com and America Unplugged on Rockfin. And of course, we got a, a, a conference coming up September 9th. I just booked the venue. You know, we got people coming here in New York. If you are interested, if you so choose, uh, you can come see Charlie Robbins, uh, Richard Gage. Don Jeffries, Tony Arterburn, uh, John Brissom, Wayne McCroy, and little old me, you know, and, and let's see who shows up, man. Come out and say what's up, and, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to learn a lot. So uh, follow me on Twitter or, or listen to the shows The Fringe and America Unplugged right here on the Wednesday Locker Room. And uh, as more uh, details develop, I will disseminate, right, and, and I'll put a link. So you guys can purchase tickets if you so choose, if you're in the New York area or if you want to take a trip, uh, come see it. Free World NYC. That's what we're calling it. Um, so that's that. This has been the Wednesday Locker Room. Big shouts to my dude, A-Track Brown, and the Professor Chabella Cruz. Professor Chabella Vela Cruz from Bombay, New Jersey, right here on the PW Hustle Networks, you know. And everybody on Hami Media, what's going on? You know, and we'll be live, not live, but we will be on there tomorrow hey, if, I, if i can't make it can i at least get one of these wristband thingies i still have the one from shoot the moon it's like completely worn out yo we you got can, we got you, you. barely see it <laughs> that's dope that you still have that but absolutely man i hope first off i hope you can make it but if you can't make it um i got you i got you nice um thank you it's gonna be dope um so yeah that's it we're getting up out of here it's the wednesday locker room um everybody be safe don't burn the place down while we're gone and uh, we will see you next week lord willing Guys, don't hang up because uh, I'll talk to you for a few seconds before we leave. All right. Hey, Bells. What's up, man? I catch a punk ass down the road. I thought you were going to catch me right after we get off the air. Make up your fucking mind. Okay. You know, as long as I catch you. <laughs> hey, Bells. What's up, Steve? I like big titties. That's cool. Tickle bitties. Let's get out of here. Tickle bitties. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs>